0: Hey guys, welcome to Feeling Twisty. Back when I was a kid, before, way before the internet, I used to spend hours and hours pouring through books, uh, not fictional stuff, uh, encyclopedias from A to Z, and the yearly supplements. That was a big time for me when those, the yearly supplement would come in, the new volume to update the encyclopedia for that year. Oh, i would just go through it, dig and dig and research, and learn more. I would even, you may think this is nerdy, that's fine. I would sit down with the dictionary, the bigger, the better. And I would just go through it randomly selecting pages or just start with A. I just loved to dig and find and search because I was aware that there, there was more I needed to know. I need more. I need to learn more. And I did the same thing when I was a reporter. I dug, got information, research, research. And I did the same thing when I first learned about Neville Goddard and uh, what others, uh, what he calls the imagining creates or the law of assumption. Feeling it to be real. And many other great coaches out there and teachers that teach on this. And so, even after I was healed, which is the first big, quote unquote, big event where I know I intentionally used my imagination, where I assumed that I was healed and I was healed. That's what started this adventure, at least knowingly, that it, where I started to realize who I was and what I was doing. And then I thought, well, I need to learn more. I need to dig, dig, just like I used to do when I was a kid. I need to learn more, read and study and listen and look for, look for gurus <laughs> online, look for teachers, because I don't know enough. I need more because I'm not doing it right, apparently. Or maybe I'm not, am I? I don't know. Maybe somebody else needs to tell me. I need to get find somebody else online, find another book to tell me if I'm doing it right. I spend all that time listening, studying, reading, but never really doing, never experiencing. Just, well, experiencing. Like the verse in the Bible in James, be, uh, I'm going to have to paraphrase it. I don't remember the thing exactly, but don't be, uh, just a hearer of the word, be a doer. Don't just, um uh, study, 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 listen to YouTube videos of Neville Goddard and others that teach like him, uh, or look for anything, anything, all the books, the wonderful books at Hay House and, uh, The I Am Love website, all these different wonderful places, uh, freenevel.com. It just, there's so many cool things out there. But I think I was doing with that Bible verse. uh, I know I was. I was a hearer. Now I would still do things, manifest things, if you want to call it that. I notice where things that I intentionally. Imagine something, assume something to be real, to be true. And I saw it uh, in what, you know, the 3D world. But I was still, every day, I would wake up. Oh, I've got to study some more. I've got to set time to study. There's more I need to learn. And any free time, I was just constantly listening to YouTube videos of, uh, well, not YouTube videos, but uh, I have as many audio uh, lectures that that I believe that are out there available, I have. So I would just, you know, download them to my phone and play them constantly. Which is great. I love listening to Neville. But what I was assuming about myself was that I was missing it just a bit. There's something else I needed out there. Some other lecture, some comment on a Facebook page somewhere out there is what that extra little bit that's gonna push me over the edge. I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it after this comment. I'm gonna listen to this guy's podcast. I'm going to get it after that. That's what I need. There's just something else I need to get to that point. I was a hearer and not necessarily a doer of the word, of the imagination. What I like to uh, I like to look at it. Uh, I think the last episode, the title was "You're the playwright and you play all the parts." I don't know if it's because I used to write a lot when I was younger, plays and stories, and then I wrote as a reporter. I'm not sure if uh, that's why, but I just I love thinking of it like that. That I am writing my story. I am the author i am writing it i could say i am god some people have weird weird you know feelings about calling themselves that or using that word whether they grew up in a very religious home or they're just the opposite so everybody's got their own take on what that what you know what that word feels to them it's just a word i am it's the beingness, your I am, you, you listening, yeah, you, you are God. You are the operant power. If you want to call it source, you are the source. It comes from within you. It is you. So anyway, back to what I was saying. I like the authorship. I am writing it. I think there's a movie with, uh, there's probably been a couple of them. uh, I think John Candy was in it a long time ago where he was, uh, he realized, I might be totally off on the actor. So don't, if you can look it up and figure out which movie I'm talking about, let me know. But where the actors, the characters in the movie, in the story, realize, that, they're being, that they are just characters. They're, there's someone else behind them writing their story. Anyway, that reminded me of what I'm talking about reminded me of that movie. I digress a little bit. We are our own authors. Each one of us is God, is the operant power, the source. When you wake up in the morning, your eyes open, boom. And when you imagine, you start thinking about, oh, crap, this is going to be a one crappy day. I've got to do this and do that. Well, that's God imagining up that day because God is you. When you wake up and think, oh, yes, it's Friday. This is going to be great. That's God imagining up that great day for you. Everything you experience in your life, in your universe, all comes from you, from your own consciousness, your I amness. It's all you. And the same for me. Me, everything I experience, the people in my world that I experience, all come from my own consciousness, my own I amness. I experience night and day and everything in it in my universe based on what I've, I've assumed to be true. Even the laws of physics, even science, everything comes from within us. Whether, you know, the laws of motion and all this gravity, everything. Uh, Seriously, everything comes from within us. I I don't know if you can hear me smiling because I know there's probably some people out there. uh, My science teacher from high school would probably be shaking his head right now. Good old Mr. Clark. Everything comes from within us. Every experience you have was written by you all of your life. There's no need to study, study, study. Listen to more podcasts, listen to more lectures, buy more books, buy more programs, subscribe to more stuff or get into more you know VIP special groups with coaches. I'm not sure why, how a VIP uh, group could teach you anything more than what you already are doing. You just have to realize it. I'm not knocking anybody. But there's no need to do that, to get what you need to realize who you are. You've been, ass- you've been assuming your world and everything in it all of your life. Yes, all of it your dreams, everything. There's no God outside of you communicating to you through dreams and visions. That's your own awareness, your own I amness That's you. It's you communicating with yourself because there's nothing outside of you, nothing. It was so, uh, at first, I've said this before, it was both disturbing, highly disturbing, And most wonderful when I finally came to that point where I realized it really is all up to me. There's no one else out there controlling me. There's no one to blame, no one to give credit to, because everybody in my experience, everybody in my world is rooted in my consciousness. And so, even talking to you, I'm still talking to myself. I can never know what it's like to experience some other beings' world, their universe, how they see it. So like I said, most disturbing but most wonderful when I realized that there is nothing outside of me and then I've been assuming, I've been writing my story all my life. My fear of food when I was a, a, an adolescent, when I was overweight, and then I was starving myself and was diagnosed as an anorexic. I wrote that. People picking on me at school because of, I, I was overweight. I wrote that. People, me thinking people are out to get me at my job. Oh, it's a cutthroat business working in broadcasting. People are always out to get you. Well, I wrote up some pretty crappy stories, but that's fine. If I want to, if there's something that comes to into my, my mind, uh, remember something that maybe I'll revise that. Make it better. Make the good even better, better. <laughs> No need to go hunting down and trying to revise everything in your past. But if something comes up and you think, oh, I'd like to revise that into something lovelier, so do it. You don't need to listen to me tell you to do it. Because I, it, you're making your own rules. You're writing your own play, your own script. You are the author, and you are playing every part in it. So you can edit, rewrite, totally rewrite your universe. Whatever rules you make up for yourself, those are your rules. And everything, your universe shapes itself, forms itself around your assumptions. What you believe to be true, your universe molds to. And that's what you experience in this 3D world. Everything. So you don't need more stuff. You don't need to keep studying and looking for that one extra bit of information, but that one more wonderful quote of Neville's or someone, someone else to put you over the edge to that moment of, ah, oh, I got it. Why don't you assume right now that you already got it? Assume that you already are a master manifester, that you are nailing this, that you are the God that I say you are. Listen to me. <laughs> Instead of thinking, oh, this is hard. This just takes time and study. No, it doesn't. You've been doing it all your life. Your whole universe is based on your assumptions, your consciousness. There's nothing out there. There's nothing outside of you. So there's nothing to go to to realize this. So maybe assume, think, ask yourself, what would it feel like, what would it feel like to be a master at this, to really know who I am? What would it feel like to have that aha moment? That is, I know, uh, Mr. 2020 actually has a thing, a a package called aha moments. I'm not talking about that. So I'm not referring to any privileged or copyrighted information. I'm just referring to the general aha moment, a light bulb moment, if you will. Just imagine being who you want to be and what you want to experience and just assume it's done. You don't have to create an imaginal scene. You don't have to do meditating or go into the silence. You don't have to do anything because you already are experiencing what you're imagining, what you're assuming to be true. I enjoy uh, meditating, if you want to call it that, or going into the silence. I like just calling it being still and be still and know I am God. That's what Neville Goddard calls the first principle. Uh, It's what the Bible calls Psalm 46, verse 10. (laughs) Be still and know I am God. Anytime I uh, I have those anxious moments where I, those little moments where I'm kind of forgetting who I am, those moments of doubt, and anxiety, I go back to the first principle. And if I can, I sit back in a comfortable chair or lie back in on the bed. Or oh, hell, I'll even do it on the floor. I like to <laughs> I like lying down. <laughs> just be still. And at first, for me, sometimes the thoughts are just firing off like like someone holding a machine gun and just firing out of control all over the place in the sky. You know, (sniffs) thoughts are just going all over the place. That's fine. Perfectly fine. So I just let those thoughts come and go. Just discard it. I don't fight it. Like, there it is. Yeah, just that's a thought, yeah. Just let them go and just be still. And those thoughts will dissipate. And then you're in the silence. Everything that you assume to be about yourself, your state that you're dwelling in, it just falls off. Everything falls off. You're shedding everything. And you're just in that basic fundamental, awareness just that I am this I am I am not Mike I am not Jimmy John I just am I exist it for me it feels like you remember those commercials back in the 80's 70s and 80s it maybe just in the USA I don't know they were the Nest Tea commercials, you know. Take the Nest Tea plunge, where you take a sip of the tea and you fall. They fall backwards into the swimming pool or into the ocean or wherever. I like to. Th- to me, it feels like that. I'm just falling back, just back into the silence, into the stillness, into the awareness that I am just fall back into it. And unlike the feeling of splashing into a swimming pool like on those commercials, I fall back into it. And I realize I didn't have to fall into it because I'm always a part of it. It's always a part of me. There is no separation. But I love that feeling of just falling backward into the silence and just basking in that. Just basking in the silence in the I am I am. You can do it at work. You can do it on the toilet. Do it with loud music playing. It doesn't matter because you make up the rules. You can decide. You don't have to have silence like out actual noiselessness outside of you you know a quiet room or earplugs you can be still and know you can do that go to that first principle anywhere remember you make the rules for me that's how i see it that's my experience with it just get into the silence be still Sometimes I just bask in that, not for any particular reason or to accomplish something other than I enjoy it. I enjoy what I see and what I experience when I'm in the silence. Because I'm connecting with who I really am. I'm connecting with the I am, the self-existent one that the Bible calls God. It's when I have the full awareness of who I really am. And I know, I know, I am. And then, if there is something, a new state, something I want to experience, I then bring that up. What it is, what would it feel like to be this or that? And for me, an imaginal scene naturally comes up because we do that all the time we we're imagining scenes images in our mind all the time if i say red fire truck don't think of a big red shiny red uh, fire truck most likely you thought of it just now you pictured it so we're doing it automatically and so when i i can't conceive of intentionally refusing to create an imaginal scene. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It just happens naturally for me that when I'm experiencing that, what would it feel like when I'm assuming it to be real, whatever it is, that wish, when I get to that point of feeling and knowing its fulfillment, all kinds of wonderful imaginal scenes pop up. And not every time, but sometimes I will pick one and I'll loop that scene and play it, participate in that scene. I don't, know, however many times, a couple of times, a hundred times, I'll just do it. Loop that one scene, short little couple of second scenes, all I do. Something implying that it's fulfilled. But you don't have to do the scene. You just take whatever it is, whatever your desire is, whatever. Whatever it is, know that your desire was given to you by yourself, your own I amness, by God, your desire. So take it right then, accept that as it's already yours. Assume it's done, assume it's already yours. It really is that easy. Kim, sometimes <laughs> when I say that, she's like, yeah, but I know. it is. It's, let me say, it's, it is very simple. It's a simple thing. But because of the rules and the way I've assumed my world to be, I made it hard for myself. And maybe you have too. Maybe you've assumed it, it isn't easy. But it is absolutely is your desires come from God a wish fulfilled is the tree of life that's a paraphrase from Proverbs hope deferred makes the heart sick but a wish fulfilled is the tree of life so from that tree of life pick you a big juicy plum Biden into it, savor the juices as it run down, runs down your chin and know that everything is up to you. When I have a certain, you know, moments in the day when it's just like uh, some anxious moments, some times of anxiety, I just remind myself, I wrote this. I wrote all of this. I wrote this story. Whatever circumstances that I'm experiencing and then I'm reacting in an anxious way, I do. I smile at myself and I remember, I wrote this. Well, let me change that part of the script. Let me change the story. Your consciousness leads. Then everything you experience in your world is what follows. So, sure, study, read a lecture or two, listen to my podcasts. Uh, Check out Jill Noel on YouTube. She's got some wonderful stuff too. And if you want to find her on Instagram, it's uh, projector underscore receptor. Projector underscore receptor. I think I got that right. Jill, if you listen to this and I got that wrong, I, I apologize. But Jill Noel on YouTube. She's got it going on. She's got some great stuff on there. So sure, listen to what you want to listen to and read what you want to read. But don't keep doing that thinking you can't have the life you want because you just don't have the right information. You need a little bit more. You need one more good quote. Stop listening and start doing. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty. Hey guys, just kidding. I'm not gone yet. I had a feeling I was saying the Instagram account name wrong for Jill Noel. It is projected projected underscore receptor. Sorry about that, Jill. Anyway, check her out on YouTube. It's Jill Noel with two L's. All right. This is seriously me signing off this time. Love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.